Hey everyone, Lisa Resnick, Homes and Hops, and I am sitting here with Michelle Apple. What's your, what's the other portion? The full name? What's your full name? It's Michelle Medor is my my maiden name, but okay. Apple. But I always put this plug in for my husband. I'm a yes. dietitian. I married him for the right last name. It couldn't have <laughs> been like brownie or cupcake. It was apple i love it the which dietitian a, which actually is perfect I don't so know. i'm gonna ask for be sure this is for me right oh yeah this oh i love you. this so <laughs> michelle and i are drinking noble creatures again uh the good for the goose it tastes mm. it reminds me of a mimosa like a beer Ooh, mimosa. i love it yeah it does i actually really like it clearly it's my favorite i think i've been drinking it the past five shows but <laughs> i love it so michelle has created a foundation, ABC Warrior Foundation, mm -hmm. which is Apple Breast Cancer Warrior Foundation. So, and easy to remember. Too. And I know it is easy to mm -hmm. remember. I do like that a lot. And um, as you can see, for those watching, the phenomenal logo in the back that we have screened here, which is really cool. Now, um, it is in case you're living in a black hole, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. <laughs> so get out to your pink people. I'm even wearing my pink. I notice I have a lot of like pastel pinks more yeah. than like the bright I pink. I never liked pink. Do you know that it was like a tomboy my whole life? I hated pink. Really? Now, oh my gosh, I've embraced it so much. I think if my husband sees any more pink, like for that pink part, I'm like, you got to get a pink tie. got to get a pink shirt. Oh, and, yeah. You know, but uh, but I've embraced it. You know, and we you also- You look good in pink. Thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. You I do. appreciate that. You have the right complexion. Yeah. Like, it's good. Well- I appreciate that. But one of the big things that we try to stress is it's nice that we do. We just talked about this before that we went on air is that it is important that we have a month, but just never forget that breast cancer and cancer patients throughout the whole year, yes. we've got to educate, we've got to advocate, not just for October, but certainly it's nice to have your own month for obviously fundraising, pushing your message, advocating, educating. That's right. Because that's why this foundation was created. Well, the whole and which you're a survivor yourself. I am a three-year breast cancer survivor. I mean, that's July. awesome. High five. Oh, actually, cheers. Yes, no, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Which, I mean, your story is just, it's one of those awakening, if you will, because you are, you're a dietitian. You are, you and Rachel are probably one of the healthiest people. Oh my gosh, don't that, say that. That I know. Did you just, didn't you see my thing on nothing but bun cakes I was doing? Listen, well, there's always a little I bit of a I think I ate the whole nothing but bun cake sample they had. Is it really good there? Oh, it's awesome. That Another awesome. great, but to your point, um, we were talking about, what were we talking about? We were talking about like. You're going to have to rein me in. I know, the awakening that we've had. Yes. That And when I lived in Virginia, Two of my friends that lived in our neighborhood, they one was 28 yeah. and the other 32. Wow. And both of them had stage three breast cancer as well. Yeah. But that they were, were seeing younger. It's, but That's I, the crazy part. I mean, I think that with our mothers and with our, our grandmothers, we never really talked about it. Mm -hmm. um, and we never had the testing like we have now yep. to detect breast cancer. I didn't know my grandmother had breast cancer until probably about 30 years afterwards. Yeah. So that's what's so ironic about my story and my journey is my dad's side was the dad that had, the side that had breast cancer. When I originally found mine, and this is why that all transpired about the advocating and educating about breast cancer, it was about the size of my fingernail under my arm, but for your viewers to know. So it wasn't really like on my breasts. Ha had a standard mammogram. They did the testing, came back, told me everything was fine. 
So my oh, mom wow. ended up getting sick with bile duct cancer and the monks have taken care of her. I ended up getting shingles. The sucker grew in my breast. I ignored it again, thinking, I didn't know my dad's side had breast cancer. We never talked about it. Yep. So fast forward, I ended up being stage three, full mastectomy, 23 lymph nodes under my armpit cancerous. When in hindsight, I possibly could have been a lumpectomy with radiation. Now, do I get upset? Do I get angry? Or do I move forward and advocate and educate? And what That's I right. say to your viewers are, it's important that we do 3D imaging. Like Joni Abdul Mercy Center here is wonderful. Oh, they I do know. 3D imaging off the gate and it's very important. And then it's important to tell your doctors if you have a lump, we should be doing an ultrasound immediately. Yes. Because you would have seen a, a lump as opposed to like a fluid filled mass and they would have done a biopsy. Yes, they would have. So, you know, the advocating and educating so that I can help another viewer maybe not have to go because through. Because we are our biggest that. advocates. Yes. And you have to be part of your care. Mm -hmm. I'm a dietitian, and even, you know, when I worked in private practice as a dietitian, I told all of my folks that came, you have to be involved in this so that when I leave, you know how to carry on and also know how to work out and take care of yourself. So you have to advocate and push for these things because you may not know this. And that's one of the things our foundation does is we mentor new diagnosed patients with patients that um, are already through their survivorship and, you know, we're in remission so that we can help answer these questions. Yes. Someone did that for me and it was hugely helpful um, because once I did find out I was stage three, yeah, I was upset because I had a 50% reoccurrence right now. And I mean, it'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't think about it, but with the foundation, it gives me purpose and it gives me the assistance to help others. Um, so to your point, we have to edu educate and advocate about those things. We really do because mm -hmm. I mean, we, there, this isn't something that you really learn about in school. This no. isn't something that you, I mean, we'll Google like what's the best sale. We'll Google like information that we hear by some politician somewhere, but we don't often Google mm -hmm. breast cancer or any anything when it comes to cancer. Yeah. I mean, what everything that's out there, I remember listening to a conversation that um, one of the parents were having regarding the advancements that have been made in cancer research and how to isolate the cells for to prevent replication yeah. and all these things. And we just are so unaware of everything that we have out there available yeah. to us. Yeah. And that's why I think too, it is important to understand that and also understand that you can Google and get overwhelmed too. Oh yes. You know, I know when I first got diagnosed, I was extremely overwhelmed and I was like, oh my gosh, now there's so much information. How do you cipher through it? And a yes. place like Jody Abdu that's here, um, that is a comprehensive breast care center, those questions can be answered. And you could go from point A to point B to understand everything. And that's what you need to know. So when you're going into this, you know, all your questions are answered. You know what to expect because it is a long journey. It's absolutely a two-year journey. Um, and I tell breast cancer patients and all cancer patients that your journey is your journey. And let's not judge each other based on if we go flat, if we get yes. implants, if we decide to do a lumpectomy, or we decide to do one breast as opposed to two. It's ultimately your choice. Yes. And I think that's so critical to understand. Or if you wear a wig and you don't wear a wig. Yes, that's very, very true. And I think it's hard because I think we do sometimes. And even amongst breast cancer survivors ourselves. So I think we need to understand that everybody goes through a journey. I don't care what it is differently and how we approach it. I want to be the face. I want to be out there and help. One, because of my story of it getting missed in the beginning. And I think we have an opportunity to raise some money to help pay medical bills for patients, which is the other avenue of why I started the foundation. And what you do. I mean, we were just talking about 
what you have upcoming this weekend yeah, at so Boardman excited. Park. Yeah. And that is to help raise money for people that need to pay the bills because it ain't cheap. No. So let's talk about that. So my journey was $20,000. And the crazy part is, I don't think you even think about it. When you're going through life, you're moseying along and you know you think nothing's going to happen to me. I'm resilient. Yeah, you don't have your I savings set up just in case. Of, yeah. You just don't think about those things. But how many even have $1,000 in their savings, let alone five to $20,000? Mm -hmm. And when it happens, the bills don't stop coming in. And here's a, a great example. We had a patient we helped out. And I called the husband and I said, hey, your bills were sent in. I just sent them to the medical centers where we needed to pay them. He started crying. He said, you know, my wife has her mastectomy today. And you know that she was stressed out about those bills before she went in. And I said to him, I said, this is just, when I got the phone, I looked at my husband, I said, how can this be? This literally is awful. It's and I know that feeling. To begin with, to, yeah. to tag on to that, the expenses that you're going through. And then it is like, you probably do think, how is this impacting my family? Yeah. Like, and if you have what's small my, ones, yeah. Yes. What's my role and how is that going to impact my family? to try to take care of myself and make myself better. Yeah. And if you're a mother, you're trying to keep everything together. Oh, yes. And so you say to yourself, now I have to go through this. I have to keep strong. But here comes a bill, $15,000. Yep. And I'm emotional because I'm going to be losing my breast. I'm going to be losing my hair. Yep. And what I, you know, my little you're one. Sick. Yeah. Your kids are going to be like, hey, you know, mom, what's going on with you? And, you know, so there's things. And and I don't have kids. So for me, the hardest yes, you do. thing. You have two I've, little kids. I do have fur babies. <laughs> I have fur rescues. But which, which real quick, by the way, so not only, I mean. <laughs> I love so, so Michelle just in general has always been the type of person to give. And you, oh, I appreciate you that. truly, truly are that person right. um, with your friendships. I've seen how good you are and making sure yeah. that you're there and that that good source for them to go to and lean on yeah. and for you to give them good advice. <laughs> but well, I but, don't know about that all the time. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes, I'm a sometimes bad advice is still good advice. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but you also have been been giving in our community for a while besides this foundation you've also helped out with animal charity yeah oh i love i used to walk i love to walk dogs um so that and i tell people all the time they're trying to lose weight yeah. i would take patients when i was in private practice and that was one of their goals was to lose weight i said let's go down to animal charity the one in canfield mm -hmm. all of them are great but the one in canfield is nice because it's right by the walking trail yes. by the bike trail yes and those dogs are so desperate to be able to be walked and get out of those cages, but it's great exercise. And it's also an emotional thing too. You get to go out there, you're out and it's stress reliever. I think yes. so. Um, but yeah, so I appreciate that. Thank you. But um, I think more importantly is the fact that as a survivor, I think one of the hardest things you go through is the survivor's guilt. And so when we originally did the cornhole tournament, when Jamie had passed this past year, it was really hard on me because I don't have children. And so I said, you say to yourself, how do I deserve to survive? Why is that? So for me, the foundation was all about purpose. And I don't think people do until you get through it. But there's many breast cancer, not breast cancer, but just cancer patients in general. Sometimes you say to yourself, why am I so special to thrive when you see so many that don't? And so many young ones with the breast cancer that I see. And then you have children, you know, like Jamie had a small daughter and she's doing wonderful. She's doing amazing. She's a heck of an athlete. And she won our softball tournament that we did. For I our saw that too. That cool? Yeah, that's really cool. Gives me goosebumps. So with that, the foundation has given me purpose to be able to feel like 
you know, we're going to have an impact. We're going to make some changes here and, and you are. really help um, some patients locally. You know, and I think another thing for your viewers to know is we covered the Trumbull, Mahoning, Columbiana County, mm -hmm. and we just got into Mercer and into Grove City. So if we can grow more, we will. It's hard for me, like applicants come in, it's hard to say no, but I thought those are close enough counties and the PA, if we can grow more, you know, I'd love to. It is um, hard. It is definitely hard, it but is. you're doing so much for everyone. Yeah. So this weekend, is it Sunday? Yeah. So Sunday, October 10th, we have our big cornhole tournament at Boardman Park. Now, the, we have 50, we're going to have 50 teams, no doubt. It's going to be competitive. But I tell a lot of people like, well, I don't play cornhole. Everybody can play cornhole. For oh, yeah. I mean, come on. I can That's play not... cornhole and I can't play cornhole. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're going to have, speaking of animals, one of the thing is Pepright Nutrition is our main sponsor out of yes. Lisbon. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Chris McGarry may have been on here last I week. I think he may have been. <laughs> so did he tell you, I don't know if he told you about Judy, who works for Pepright. She originally, she's on our little flyer. So her and her sister got diagnosed within three months of each other. And they Holy are God. 10 months apart. Crazy, right? Is it a genetic? So I, and you talk about genetic and we didn't get to message yet. So you do what's called the BRCA gene. Okay. Mine came back negative, surprisingly, for as strong as it was on my dad's side. So now with her, I don't know. I didn't get to ask her. But, you know, the genetic testing they do is great because it does tell you. And so that you can get your children prepared. Um, I know it's scary and that's sometimes. That's what Angela Jolie did. And then it? I was just going to say, so Angela and Jamie took the very, very far right approach and then went ahead and aggressively removed the breast. Now, I don't tell your viewers, you know, that's what you should do. Do your research. Like I said, yep. educate yourself and advocate for yourself so you can make the best informed decision. It's not my I don't decision. Really have to, so part of me is like, I would just get it up and be like, hey, now I'll have it yeah. for a good reason. Yeah. So, but to your point, it is such a personal decision. It is. Um, but the BRCA gene is nice because it gives them that opportunity to mm -hmm. see. And we never think about that. Years in the past, we've never had stuff with genetic testing. No. And I think that is truly phenomenal, even it though is. I pray every day that we have a, pure, a cure for cancer. I mean, come on, we. That's, we we got to get there. Oh, we do. I mean, we won't get into my conspiracy theories of why I think that <laughs> that we don't, or do we? No, <laughs> right. But I. But back I, to the. I definitely have my conspiracy theories. <laughs> but back to the event. Yes. So let's get everybody out there. So it's not just about the coronal tournament. Right. So we have all about the paws coming for dogs to be that need adopted in a rescue. And so we actually, we should reach out to animal charity too, to bring some, but they're going to be dressed in costume. I oh, think I it's love so it. Cute. And so we have big baskets to give away. Every dog that's dressed in costume that comes to the event gets their name in for a drawing. Pet Bride is handing out all kinds of goodies and treats for the dog. That's we awesome. have a kids area where we're going to have Pete from uh, Pete, not Pete and Penny. We're going to Pete from Youngstown state. We're going to have the armadillo, uh, Glenda. What's the so, armadillo? The armadillo is from Texas Roadhouse. He comes dressed up as the, like an armadillo. No way. And he hands out things. He's so cute. You know what that reminds me of? What? The episode of Friends. Oh, Remember when Ross dressed yes. up as the armadillo for like Hanukkah or something like So we're that. hoping it doesn't scare the kids, but yes, the armadillo is coming. Um, but we're going to give them trick-or-treat bags. So the kids, if they do want to dress in costume, they can. Um, and then we have like 70 over 80 raffle baskets. Oh, wow. Half That's impressive. Oh, let me tell you, the people in this community, once they found, I'm still getting them coming in. We'll probably end up with 90, no doubt, by the time oh, we probably. get done. Oh, probably. So the There's other always the last minute one. I know. And we love them, don't we? Yes. <laughs> we do. And then the other ones I'm always calling, hey, make sure you get your basket. Oh, Michelle, I'm going to get it. It'll be just a few, yes. few weeks. 
And then I'm like a day before, do you have the basket? I'm going to bring it the day of the event. Yep. Hey, I don't care. As long as I mean, we get it. I mean, the day of, it's usually already like wrapped and already yeah, done for so you. So I don't have so to do anything. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we don't care. Get exactly. the support of the community. Have them bring stuff out. So stuff for the kids, stuff for the family. Um, we're going to have half the registration fee, the winner wins from the Cornell tournament. And then we have third place, $300, um, third place, $200. And then we have what's called a long hole board. It's called airmail. So if you don't know much about Coral, it's a big deal. So you do like a, a half court shot, five bucks, and you can win um, Heather Frock and her husband. Oh, that's awesome. That own the long-term care facility um, in Lisbon. Yes. Donated it. So every person that puts it in, at the end of the day, we're going to draw their name and they get to win a $500 Amazon card. Oh, wow. So the guys are really excited about it. I have guys messaging me now, hey, when's a cornhole happening? And what are the rules and regulations of playing? And I'm like, okay. Well, it's supposed to be beautiful out too. Yeah. So, oh, I'm so excited. That's, yeah, that more than anything. Because weather can, you do all this work. And then, I know. Any outdoor event freaks out everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it sure Everybody does. Gets, you, know, you could have tents and everything else, but if it rains and pours, it just exactly. takes away from everything. But the weather looks good. Um, so something for everyone, um, you know, besides winning stuff, the point of advocating and bringing patients together, we have a survivor's table. We're going to be handing out stuff there, um, free stuff for them as well. And they have a drawing just to, you know, recognize them. Um, and then also, like you said, to raise money. We have six patients right now waiting for medical bills to be paid. So we're hoping um, this and then the softball tournament we had. And then hopefully this party that we're going to do. The oh, yes. This on. is also another exciting event. So this is happening downtown Youngstown. Yeah. Chris Davis, West 34. I saw the video with the both of you together. <laughs> I love him. I so, love his energy because he's just like so real. He's he is all in. Oh. And he he's real. He's all in. And he his heart is in such a good place. Yeah. And he wants to be able to help people out. Mm -hmm. And he sees the significance of, of being that person. Yeah. And I, I love that. I think he is a phenomenal person. When he reached out, it just literally he said, Michelle. And I, I love said, that. I do. Yeah. I love the fact that he reached out to so you. I got an idea. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't like me saying, he said, no, I want to do, you know, we've done really well. West 34th has done amazing. He said, we want to do something to give back. We thought about instead of doing a white party that everybody does, why don't we do a oh, pink yeah. party, pick a local foundation and then give back to them. And he said, we thought about Apple breast cancer and we're wondering if you want to on board with it. And I said, Yeah. I mean, that's like a no brainer, right? I yep. mean, truly to be able to have that opportunity um, and then just to mingle with people and let them know about the foundation and opportunity to educate about what we do in the community because we're fairly new. If you think about it, when we did Jamie's, we weren't even a 501C and we raised $10,000 for her for travel expenses. Um, and that's the other thing we talk about is paying hotel grocery bills, that's right. restaurants, as you go to get your mastectomy, maybe you go to UPMC or you may go somewhere else, which yes. is, you know, it happens. Um, but with that, that's why it's so important it is that we really have important. events like this and we have the community backing. Uh, but the day, the night will be all pink, October 23rd. Um, I know he's working with like Sweeney Chevrolet and yes. she's uh, Alexis. Alexa. Yeah. She kicks ass. I get too. to meet her next week. First. I'm very excited. She's awesome. Yeah. She, I think when you meet in person, you know, we've gotten so far away from that. And you're, you know, with real estate, it's no different. Oh, I hate the, Zoom? the phone, the Zoom, the texting. I was such a generation where my dad always said, shake a hand, go up and talk to someone. And I found out with the foundation, to be honest with you, the sponsorships we got this year were because of me reaching out and going in yep. and talking to them face to face. So I hope we get back to that because I think that 
connections kind of missed? I think that with everything with the pandemic, I think I would at least hope, and I know for myself, I appreciate and recognize the significance of the handshake, of the hug, of the one-on-one conversations so much more. And I don't take it for granted as much as I did in the past. That's a good point. And you're absolutely right. And I am more apt to pick up the phone and make the call even versus the text. Yeah. Like that, especially, you know, things can be misconstrued in a text very easily. I agree. I agree. Don't do caps and don't do exclamation points. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That may may do you in there. Yes. Um, But yeah, so getting out to the community, letting them know what's going on. Um, And I think truly there's just been so many that have reached out. Even the medical society, this is something fairly new, reached out to me. And they want to do, they do a fashion show every year. um, Yes. At Westford. What's the name of the place? The Waypoint. The Waypoint. It's beautiful. So I think they're going to pick us and um, the rescue mission. I know. And they reached out. I said, that's wonderful. Absolutely. I'd love to be a part of it. Again, it's just... This I is think, amazing because when was this foundation started? So it'll be a year this past November, and we've raised a total of 60000 That doesn't include what we've raised since then to pay medical bills. That is outstanding. Yeah. That is... It says a lot for this community. Yeah. It says a lot for... It says people, a lot about you too. Uh, yeah, but you know, you can't... Because people are willing... Because they know where you're coming from. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have a significant part in that. Yeah. So do they, but so, so do you. Sure. And I think the passion, because I've been through it and I know what these families are dealing with and I know how it feels to have to go through chemo. And then all of a sudden you get a bill and you're like, yeah, what's this? I already got a bill. And you know, why is it my insurance covering? Yeah. You know, you pay a monthly premium. Plus you pay your co-payments and then you have a, your deductible, which ours is 5,000. And like I told my husband, it's crazy, but what I'm seeing, and it's not just a stereotype, but the predominant coming is the middle class that I'm seeing come to the foundation mm-hmm. that have the, the need, the assistance. So, and there's a lot and it's a, literally baffling to me. We just had a patient and she's still $20,000 still having to pay after the support from our foundation and everything else. So if that doesn't enlighten you to know how quickly your world can change and That's- not even realize it. So on a food side, because I got to get into the dietitian yes. portion of everything, because that's why I created the apple. <laughs> when when you're going through chemo, when you're going through radiation, um, how does that impact? Is there any key things that people to help Absolutely. them out of what they can eat to help? Because I know how sick you can become yeah. when you're going through these treatments. Is there anything on the diet side? or exercise side that helps it out in any way. Yeah. So, you know, when I went through my chemo, and again, I can only use my experience. I did juice, which means I used a lot of fruits and vegetables, my ninja. I know as a dietitian, the studies show you antioxidants help your body. The hard Mm -hmm. thing is your body is battling. So you have the good guys coming in, which is the new Lasta. And then you have this chemo coming in, which is toxin. So this freaked me out. When I had my first, we call it the red Kool-Aid chemo. So when they come in, they're in a hazmat suit and they bring this big injection thing with Kool-Aid. Remember my husband's sitting there. Well, the hazmat suit sure as heck doesn't help. I looked at him and I said, Oh my gosh, this is like you're wearing a hazmat suit in my freaking body. And that's what you have to do in order to kill this cancer so that one, you can survive 
and you know your percentages of surviving is better. So you know the odds and the studies are there for it. Yeah. But that's for me as a dietitian. I thought. F you, I'm going to beat your butt. I'm not going to let this stop me. So I fought back with juicing. I worked out through my whole chemo. Now keep in mind, viewers, with COVID, I'm not saying go to the gym. My working out changed completely. Before this, I was very... A little crazy, CrossFit and all this stuff. So I would walk. She was a bodybuilder. Oh, right. <laughs> I did CrossFit. Yeah. A little bit of this and that. Just just Google Michelle Apple and you'll oh see like gosh. the strength that this woman has. But I use I would that. never do jujitsu with you. But I use that. Oh, I wish I could do that. That would be fun. But I use that to battle my cancer. And the fact for me, I, I use an athletic mindset. I said to myself, yeah. This is how I'm going to approach this. Is how I'm going to do. I'm not going to let it win. I'm not going to bury myself in a hole, you know. And that's yeah. why I worked through my chemo too, because I said to myself, I can't see myself sitting at home. I don't want this to overcome me because it can, and it you can, can become very depressed very quickly. It will mentally get you, you lose your hair, you yeah. lose your breast. Now you're going through chemo. Your body changes. You truly understand the whole like when they talk about the Samson and like him losing his hair yeah. and like losing his strength. There is such there is such a relevance to that, especially for women. Absolutely. It's a part of you. So when I tell your viewers to be sensitive on what you say, you don't, and you don't mean to I have very good friends that would come up and they're like, Michelle, don't worry, your hair will grow back. We all say that. And even I said it before, mm-hmm. but you say to them, it is a part of you. Would you shave your head for me now? And many yeah. are like, and then they're like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. So there's just things you just learn. And I learned myself because there was stuff I never knew how, you know, it's sensitive it is. Why didn't you take both your breasts, Michelle? Why did you just take one? And then I say, oh, think about how insensitive that is. I know. And, you know, so when you're going through it, you just have to be there for patients. So all you have to say is, hey, what do you need? Yep. Do you need a meal? Do you need some meals for your family? Do you need groceries? Whatever you need, I'm here. And that's sometimes it's all you need. And that means the world to so many people. Especially yes. when you're going through time, just breast cancer, but you know, whatever your journey may be, you know, having that. But back to the hair thing and the symbolization of this yes. and my posing, my one picture. Why that's so important to me is when I originally got my diagnosis, I got a second opinion at the Cleveland Clinic. I met a young girl there, 25, diagnosed with breast cancer. Her hair was the length of probably longer than mine down to here. And she just started bawling and she looked at me and I was 46 at the time. And she goes, Are you like, upset you're gonna lose your hair and I'm like oh my gosh I have a moment here I should really think about how I'm gonna approach this with this young girl I don't want her to think oh my gosh it's you're gonna lose it you're gonna be devastated so I said you know what I am gonna do I said I'm gonna shave my head on Facebook and then I'm gonna post me like a warrior for you and see if see how you feel the next day and I said so that you can see someone that's been through it and did it and she called me the next day crying she goes Michelle I feel like I could do it I'm G.I. Jane I'm gonna get my girlfriends together like you did we're gonna drink I'm gonna shave my head And uh, so that's why I kept my head shaved and I didn't wear the wig, but some women do wear the wig. But for me, that symbolization was a lot with that strength picture and the fact that, you know, you overcame it and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. It's just um, sometimes it seems so distant. I think that um, making sure that your mind is stronger than your body Mm -hmm. at that point is what then carries your body along yeah. the way. Yeah. And for some, you know, it's hard for some, it doesn't, you know, for the ones that we lost, like Jamie. And I think about that girl from America's Got Talent, uh, Freebird, I think her yes. name is. So you look at those patients and when they're so very young, sometimes it's so aggressive. And for Jamie, you know, people always say, oh my God, she, she lost the battle or the fight. And I always say they never lost the battle or fight, their body did. 
they were such fighters the chemo, the radiation, when you mm -hmm. come down and you're down to 70, 80 pounds and you're on these treatments, it's hard. You're And it's very hard. And to see people go through that is very hard too for the people on the outside. Um, some of the people going through it, they have such a light about them. They're so amazing. And uh, that gives me the strength to keep going forward and, and doing what I'm doing. No, we're, you know, I'm not gonna be able to find a cure for cancer, but hopefully I can help lessen that financial and emotional burden as they go through it. I think in life in general, what you do for, for everyone, whether they have breast cancer or not, you will portray this empowerment and this positivity that we can all take and appreciate. Oh, I appreciate from that. that. Like, like I, appreciate it's, that. I mean, it's, yeah, it's so your, your aura, if you will, <laughs> it is very strong and, and it's, oh, it's amazing what that. you're doing. I appreciate that. It definitely is. So other question I have to ask, cause I did. I looked at her website. <laughs> you see my two dogs on there too. Yeah, right? I did. But uh, but I knew you had the two dogs. <laughs> but 1991 is when you came here. Is that what it said? You moved to Youngstown yes. in So the story behind how I come to Youngstown I just is, naturally assume anyone here has been here forever. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like I have been here forever. So my sister and I played softball. We were one of the very first few ones to get a full ride scholarship to Youngstown State. So my sister is amazing. She's the one that we did uh wood for a cause and she owns a tree company it's hysterical she cuts down trees she has a pink saw she is amazing that is awesome so we ended up staying in the area i got my scholarship here played here matter of fact come full circle i seen um coach trestle this weekend i call him coach trestle still because i remember him yeah. back in the day <laughs> so i ended up staying here at youngstown state staying in the area and making my family here so um i love it and you know youngstown has grown and done such beautiful things from maslin perry Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So originally from there, moved here in 91. But like I said, this area, these people in the Youngstown area are amazing. And I think we always hear the bad things like, oh, the shootings. Oh, we got COVID this. And it's so nice to bring to light things that are going on in the community that are wonderful, like what Chris Davis is doing yes. at West 34th, um, the Medical Society, what they're doing for us, the fashion. I mean, there's just so many good things. The Cornhole this Sunday, yes. October 10th. Foreman Township. I mean, how everybody is open. And, and I think at one point in time, even... Um, Gray Boutique. Oh my gosh, Amy. Yes. I'm you, glad you brought that up. Yeah. So Amy also, did some, she sold some of my stuff there so that some right. of the funds would, would come back. Um, and she's always been a supporter either through baskets or just giving stuff. Um, Myers grocery store came in and they ended up being a sponsor. Oh, wow. Mercy health. We're having the mammo van there. So you can actually at the tournament, I'm going to talk about, get your screenings done. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and they're going to be doing educating as well. So there's a lot of things at the events. So it's not just the Cornhole Tournament. I think there's a lot of pieces to it. The educating, the advocating with the Mama Van there, the tons of kids activities, the animals, because it is an animal friendly park. It is. So it kind of worked out great when Pet Bright came forward and asked to be the sponsor. I thought, this is great. And I love animals. And then we have the rescue dogs there trying to get adopted. So it's kind of like a win-win. It definitely you can is. help, you know, many organizations um, by coming and then just follow our website at www.applebcwarrior.com because you'll see all the things that we're doing. Um, the comfort bags, you know, we didn't even get to mention oh, about yeah. those. There's, we got some time. Tell yeah. us about the comfort bags. So why I decided to put those in the foundation as well is because I got one and it brought me such joy. And I said, look at this. Someone thought of me 
and all this stuff in here. And it was so neat between lip balm to peppermint candy to footies with grip, a lap blanket. I said, we're going to do that. And the amount of people that have come forward, you should see my basement. I think my husband's going to either get me like a unit, a uh, storage <laughs> unit, because I have so much stuff. So I said, we have to, you know, do these. So the other spin on it, we reached out to Inspiring Minds last year and their kids wrote messages of hope. And I like the handwritten stuff because yes. let me tell you, I got patients contact me and these go everywhere. So they go to Joni Abdu, the Hope Center in Warren in Youngstown. Grove City Oncology, um, the Canfield Blood and Cancer Center, and then there's one other one in PA that we go to, and we drop them off. So really even regular cancer patients, not just breast cancer, and we do male bags and female bags, just so that there's footies that fit their size, you know, oh, because yeah. they were getting footies that didn't fit. But you open that up, and then you get this message from someone, even a small kid that says, hey, thinking of you, sending a smile. Doesn't have to be anything fancy. So if there's any kids out there, or teachers that have kids that want to write letters, they can drop them off my porch. It's very yes. easy to do. Um, could be a project for the schools, you know? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And Inspiring Minds, um, at that time, it was Stephanie, but I know she's moved on. Um, so hopefully Stephanie's another kick-ass woman out there. I love her. Yeah. Strong. And uh, I like strong women. I think that I, even in my, call them my group your, of- Your circle. My circle of women. I think I do. I have very strong women that are- um, you know, I think we support each other. I think that's the thing. We bring out the best in each other. And I think sometimes um, we need to do that. We do. It's not sometimes. It's always. Yeah. We always need that person to, to boost us up and mm -hmm. listen to us and say, hey, you're on the right, right path and you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so because sometimes you don't feel like it. Sometimes you feel like yeah. and there's days that are I mean, I'll tell all your cancer patients out there, you know, I put on a great smile, but there were days that were bad. But I always say. Just remember, don't stay in those days, but know that you're going to have them and it's okay to be not okay. And be kind to yourself. Yes. And I've learned that a lot because I was so very hard on myself. Everything, you know, athlete pushed myself. I was about myself, to say, that's and, that competitive athleticism of you. Yeah. And your body changes. I mean, I had my ovaries removed a year and a half ago because I was still producing estrogen. They put you on a medication for the rest of your life, which is a Rimadex. So you change and you got to learn to say to yourself, it's okay. Yeah. I may not be able okay. to run five miles, which I never was able to do anyways. <laughs> I may not be able to do these CrossFit crazy things that I did before, but it's okay. And I think when people relate to that because they can understand that. And as women and you know, even as, as a mother, you know, you can't be everything to everybody. But sometimes you have to take a step back and say, all right, it's okay. It's okay that my hair is like all over the place yes. and I got gum in my hair and I'm running around. It's totally and... okay. I feel like it brings character. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We all have the wrinkles. We're all going to age. And I think sometimes when you show that realness and that rawness. And when I went through my chemo, I had a bald head. And I remember Jason Cook at one of the dog rescues collected t-shirts for me all over the state. Jason Cook, he's he's yeah. very much compassionate about animals. And he had me a live video feed and I had my hair, I had my head shaved. I had, I mean, all my hair off my face was gone, your yeah. eyelashes, my eyebrows. And, you know, I had so many people say, oh my gosh, you just, it was nice to see that, that side because it does happen. And we all have those days. And, we all do. You know, it did you Did you ever, I remember going, this is, um, I went with one of my friends to the cancer center um, and it, it, it was the cancer center, like of what you can do, like the, like how to grow your eyelashes back and all these various different, 
techniques yeah. and, and what they have out there. Yeah. Biotin well, is a big thing. You know, talk about supplements. I mean, I, I swear by that hair and nail thing because my hair grew back very fast. I mean, I looked at the video because it was WKBN that did the footage of our first year. Yes. And I had, I think my hair was like growing like that much. And then I look at it today. I know. I'm like, isn't that crazy? I know. And it grew in curly. Cremo curls well, so like crazy. That's that's what my friends. This is calm today. That's what my friends said. Their hair that like came back <laughs> so super like, and they had poker straight hair before. It's exactly. And it was super curly after. Let's just say I'm bringing the '70s back. I was the one. Thing. I had my little bow and my hair looked like seventies are back. Haven't I you know. noticed? So yeah. So for Halloween, I may go with that. That'd I may let awesome. the curls be real. Oh crazy, yeah. Crazy, right? Do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That'd be foxy. Oh, I think I kind of would be. That's a bad idea. <laughs> you go do it for a pink party. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I'll do it if you do it. Yeah. Okay. We can do it. <laughs> Done. Right. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on again. Let people know about this weekend and Chris's thing and then where Absolutely. they can find more information. So we want you to come out on Sunday, October 10th at Boardman Park. It'll start 11 a.m. starts registration, 12 p.m. bags flow. We'll be there till about five or six. We have a DJ for music, all kinds of activities for the kids and family, along with a wonderful dog rescue and dogs dressed in costume. Um, we also have coming up October 23rd, our pink party. Mm -hmm. So come in all your best pink outfits. And it's a way to thank all of our volunteers, our viewers, all the people that have sponsored the foundation. But it's also a good way that we're going to get people out there to educate and advocate That's about right. breast cancer. So if you're viewers get a chance, please visit our website at www.applebcwarrior.com. And thank you so much for having me on because anytime that we can advocate, educate, we want to do it. And we've been trying to connect. So I know I'm we so have been glad. forever. <laughs> I'm so glad that we finally got the time to be able to do it. And while October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, always, always keep it in mind 365 days a year and anything you can do um, to help support the They'll take the money come yeah. October, November 5th. It's okay. It'll Absolutely. still count. Absolutely. <laughs> now put your beard on. We got to do like we did with Chris because um, we know. What do all warriors do when we're done at the end of the day and we battle this fight? We, we flex our muscles. I love it. You know, I do have a little bit See, under you, Oh, you do. <laughs> so thank you again for having me. Thank I you. It. Now we cheers. Yay. I really like Holmes & Hops is proudly supported by Platt Insurance, your local independent insurance agency offering auto, home, life, business, and farm insurance. They also have a team of specialists that help you with insuring your brewery or winery. Platt Insurance, helping you protect your tomorrow. For more information or a quote, please call them at 330-856-6244 or visit them on the web at platinsurance.com.